in this way, I do most deeply vow to train myself. All formations are transient, and each jump. All formations are subject to suffering, do not. All things are without a self, and not without. In this way, I do most deeply vow to train myself. Namo Prajna Paramita Hiradaya, homage to the wisdom in the heart. Form is not different from emptiness. Emptiness is not different from form. This is the teaching of our spiritual ancestors, Gautama Buddha, and all the great teachers who have transmitted the Dharma to this holy day. Blessed is the knowledge of emptiness. Homage to the devotees of this and all paths of self-purification. May all find simplicity, the joyous and practical guide. The Dharma, being the contents of enlightenment, in which there is no bondage and no suffering, offers freedom from the hangers of ignorance and fear. In this way, I do most deeply have to train myself. Sangha is the holy order of spiritual ancestors, monks, priests, and all those who follow and practice this path. Homage to the Sangha, homage to all who are approaching this holy path, homage to all who follow and establish this holy path. In this way, I do most deeply vow to train myself. By compassionate comprehension that dissipates delusion, by compassionate aspiration that harms no one, by compassionate speech that makes for clarity, by compassionate self-discipline that brings no regret, by compassionate livelihood that brings no discredit, by compassionate endeavor that results in goodness, by compassionate mindfulness that proves this path, by compassionate awareness that leads to nirvana. In this way, I do most deeply vow to train myself. With this recitation, I do confirm my acceptance of these three pure precepts. The precept of restraint and religious observances. The precept of obedience to all the laws. The precept of benefit all sentient beings. In this way, I do most deeply vow to train myself. With this recitation, I do confirm my acceptance of these ten great prohibited precepts. Not to lead a harmful life, nor to encourage others to do so. Not to take that which is not given. Not to commit or participate in unchaste conduct. Not to tell lies nor practice believing the fantasies of authority. Not to use intoxicating drinks or narcotics. 
nor assist others to do so, not to publish other people's faults, not to extol oneself and slander others, not to be avaricious in the soul of the teachings, not to be angry, not to speak ill of this religion or any other. And in this way, I do most deeply vow to train myself and in the practice of loving kindness, and in the practice of pure attention, and in the practice of ever-expanding faith, and in the practice of constant devotion, and in the practice of inquiry through correct and in this way, I do most deeply now to train myself. Oh, happy blessed day. Oh, happy blessed place. Oh, happy blessed time. Oh, happy blessed path. Oh, happy blessed opportunity. In this way, I do most deeply vow to train myself. Here, in humble submission, in order to experience this most perfect now, I deeply vow and sacrifice all thoughts, all attentions, all pressures, and desires. I am born in karma. I am heir to karma. I abide in karma, and I am supported by karma. Whatever I do creates karma, and I shall surely experience this karma. The merit for all good acts I do freely offer to all beings, Dutyampi, Tatyampi, Saba, again and again and again be so. Willingness is the name of the key to the gate of awakening, or even to awaken from deep sleep and face the new day. There must be a willingness to do it. Here in my hand is the opportunity, and the way is clear beyond the gate of thought and desire. There is no self and other, as the awareness of pure, undeserved consciousness slips into all consciousness.
work like that. That, that is actually my, my ambition. And so if I'm here and I'm paying attention, I get a chance to see all the places I'm not. Right. Right. But if, I, if I'm busy trying, trying to hide the fact that I'm not, who am I hiding it from? <laughs> right? It's not like divinity has it, the ability to notice that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? So all I'm doing is, is trying to hide it from me, which doesn't seem productive. Oh, it's kind of silly. Silly, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're just up here in a made-up world making stuff up, and, and uh, which, which is fine, you know. And as you say, well, I have a better idea. Yeah. I, I have a better idea. I, I think it should go this way. I think that's me. Yeah, but bring it back to me. Consider the universe long enough to me. Let's let's bring it back to me. Right, I think we were talking one time about <clears throat> you know when you're in self hate, it's sort of like you know God. I mean, you've done a really great job pruning the trees, and you know this is really beautiful sunset. That thing's really good. But there's a couple things about the here with this person that I think you kind of mess up on. Uh-huh. Yeah. And that, I mean, just, I mean, I don't mean this in any way hating it, but the arrogance of that, Ooh. that, um, that we are even anywhere close to seeing the yeah. picture. Yeah. Ego is arrogant. Yeah. Which is one of the ways that we can tell when we're identified with it. Yeah. Right? We do have those better ideas. And, and we feel like we're qualified to be judgmental of the human being. Mm-hmm. Which is another big slap in the divine face. Mm-hmm. Right? It's another message of, you screwed up. Mm-hmm. And and I have a clearer picture of how people should be. And and who is that? Exactly. Right? Because it, so there's that. And look at him. Look what he's doing. Mm-hmm. Look at him. Look at him. Look at him. He's messing up. Do we really need that third player in this relationship? Mm-hmm. Or could it just be us? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, so, yes. And that's the thing I'm looking at. What, what is that? What is that third player? Because <coughs> from the from that, the, what is writing that love letter, it's super clear that there actually is nothing else but love. It's like literally the fabric of what life is. And so then it's like, is somebody really, um, does somebody really believe that they're bad? You know, or did, did, do I really believe that? I mean, do I really, you know, so some of the things that are common in my karma is, or the karma is, you know, you're, you're going to be left, you're going to be left out, you're going to be outside of, and I really, I want that, so I'll do whatever you say, essentially. And then it's like, so, yeah. Yeah. Uh, interesting. I'll sort of do whatever you say. Yeah. Ostensibly. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. As long as over here, uh-huh. I can keep my relationship with ego intact. Yeah. Well, and that's where I was looking at. So do I actually really believe? I mean, what's my experience? You know, I can look through my whole life. I've always had people around me. I've always had community, I always had, you know, I mean, there was places in my childhood where it was like, oh, I was, yeah, okay, I was being neglected, but it's like, that ended, and then that, but that same relationship is, so really, is that true, that I, um, and that I'm worried about that, or that I, I think I'm bad, and it's like, I don't think so. And, Scott, it, it, the belief that because I think I'm bad, 
somehow it's possible for me to be left out. Right, that those things are connected. That those are the same, and left out of how we can't be. Yeah. You know those those chaps who went to the moon mm-hmm. and got out of their little thing and walked around mm-hmm. with their little. Mm-hmm. They were not separate, mm-hmm. and they went as far away as human beings have gone. Yeah, and uh, one of my first guidance points with you ever was uh, talking about that. That's right. Where would you go? Your two feet mm-hmm. are here. Mm-hmm. Your, two, your two feet are actually standing. You're right here. Where you're are you? breathing <laughs> this, right? <laughs> there, there's nothing on an atomic level. We can't even tell that we're here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so just seeing like all of that conversation, it seems to be all kind of a distraction from just the ego. Uh, trying to maintain itself. Yes. It, I mean, because when I when I really get to that place of non-separation, it feels like that dewdrop in the ocean. It feels like I mean, I can literally feel like the dissolving of the form, almost like if I was waxed and was melting or or pooling into water or something like that. Which, from one perspective, you know, wow, that I can that jerk yeah. out of that yeah. is is what I'm often. So, and so there you get to see what's worried about being left behind. Because you're happily melting. Here I go. Right? And then something goes, not me. Yeah. I'm not I'm not going, I'm not melting into the ocean. Yeah. And that can take on a lot of different subtle things, just like um <laughs> almost like I'm I'm really here with love and it'll just give a little tension. And what that meant to mean is stop doing what you're doing and put your attention on me. Mm-hmm. But it happens sometimes it's just happening without consciousness or happening so quickly or whatever. But that little, that's just been a training that I've gotten from ego. It doesn't actually mean that a lot. To sit through a meditation is really helpful. To sit through that and go, nothing happens. Right. Just it doesn't it mean anything. Yeah. yeah. And that is such important practice to be to be watching so closely, being here, and then what does pull you away? What what is it? So, you know, there's that little tugging here on the side, the tension goes to that, whoop, you're gone. Or there's a a little thought drops in about whatever and and then it just it just begins to build. And so seeing how the mind goes to whatever that is and then just keeps going. And here's a fun one with that. When when you get that whatever that is, and the mind turns to that, okay, you you feel how the entire world of conditioned mind comes into being. Yeah. So there you were melting, yeah. and none of that existed, mm-hmm. right? And then there's the little tug, and you go with it. Yeah. And the entire world of, dare we say, suffering goes into being. You said that without no head view. Uh-huh. That it just all gets created here. Yeah. Well, that's so good. <laughs> all of that's really helpful. Yeah. It, yeah. Well, yeah. It's a way more fun place to practice than, oh, God, what's wrong with me? Yeah, okay. <laughs> Right when you were talking earlier, what I thought it's just a real difference between um, seeing rather than seeing through. So we're not trying to get rid of any of this stuff. We can't get rid of it anyway. 
So it's just that constant movement, as you're saying. Well, where is that little? I'm driving down to the, and where is it that the allergies end up seeing rather than seeing to the identification? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I have a question. <coughs> First, I have just a procedural question. So, when I was coming in today, the person directly in front of me got to the cushion and turned and was facing the wall, and I walked behind. And what I realized when I got to my cushion was, I, I don't know, in the past, what, what I had learned was, if the person's still facing the wall, it's okay to walk behind, but if the person turns, then you stop and make a show. So is there a procedural answer to that question? I, I think what you just said works beautifully. Because if the person is getting ready to bow, <laughs> you don't want to... You don't want to come into their bow. Right. And of course, if somebody's bowing, then it's just, you know, it's just polite to. Yeah. And of course, I'm a big fan of having the hands in some configuration ready to bow anytime we're in the hall. Mm-hmm. So it's either this or this, and, and then, yeah, you can stop, stop and wait. And then, of course, they'll sit down and get out of your way. And but if they're still facing the wall, just wait for them or go ahead and pass I'll go them. behind them because okay. that could be a long wait. Well, I wonder. Yeah, because yeah, they got to do all. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I guess um, this morning. You're in traffic. Mm-hmm. You know, there's these people who will wait forever to see what somebody might decide to do. Just go around. <laughs> um, I was. I just wanted to say I was in the garden this morning, and uh, and this week, and uh, there's just miracles going on in there. Mm-hmm. And I just wanted to mention some. We have potatoes. We've never been able to grow potatoes. In wow. 10 years, we've grown maybe three potatoes. We have a whole bunch of potatoes. I, am, I can't tell you how exciting that is. Uh, it's very exciting to me because we know potatoes are uh, dangerous <laughs> out there in the world, huh? right? I mean, they potatoes, carrots, all those kinds of crops just oh, yeah. the poisons. Right. And so to have our own that we know have no poison in them at all. Right. It's a wonderful thing. And just to have them is a wonderful thing. Yes. Yeah. So that's just astounding. And then um, people have commented on the, uh, the onion that's doing an arabesque yes. in the garden, which I hope everyone notices. And the other thing today was... Um, you know, there was a wonderful part in the Musings article about just looking at a tiny piece of ground mm-hmm. and just all this going on. So this morning I was watering. And especially down in the lower beds that are number 13 and 14, there's lots of puppies and 8 million bees. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So I'm just watering away and they're just flying all around. And they, if you notice, there's all different kinds. Mm-hmm. And and you can tell which bumblebees have been at work for a while because they have these huge orange globs on their legs <laughs> that they can fly with that as a standard right. and then you see fitness who are new on the job uh-huh. and they're still black uh-huh. and all of this is just going around as you sit there watering it's astounding uh-huh. I mean the amount of life yes. is going on just in uh, a few square feet mm-hmm. and that we can just go sit in that anytime we want mm-hmm. it's just uh, it's such a gift mm-hmm. yeah I'm right there with you I, I have become uh, obsessed with birds. Mm-hmm. Obsessed is mm-hmm. a really good word. Um, and um, just fascinated by everything, just from simply sitting and being with them as they live their lives. Mm-hmm. 
It's just the most, nature is just the most wonderful thing. And you know, it seems like if, if more people did that, mm -hmm. there would be less enthusiasm for destroying it. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm, I'm reading a wonderful book right now called Buzz, which is about these. And that if we don't slow down, they're going to we're going to go out with them. The good news is that there's thousands and thousands of wild bees. Uh -huh. And we think in terms of honeybees, which uh -huh. are cultivated. Uh -huh. um, and yeah, well, I mean, it's all endangered, but yeah. then, you know, just all the varieties and the way they live, and they all look differently, but they all have this task, uh -huh. <laughs> which is to gather. Yeah. And they all just do it. I mean, talk about just doing your job. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. um, anyway, it's just, it's just, a, it's just miraculous, and, and I'm so grateful that. And you know, I was thinking that. But about 10 years ago, you and I said, maybe I'll just give up on the garden. Remember? We said, yeah. And then we said, I don't think so. I don't think so. It's in monastery, she had a garden. Yeah. And it was just such a gift to all of us mm -hmm. that, um, that, the, that the monastery made that choice. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Thank you. And a gift that you're down there mm -hmm. constantly mm -hmm. stewarding. Gift to me. Yeah, for sure. Good. Go back in there faster. Oh, I, um, I think that a piece of what I was looking at was just answered in that exchange. Um, I mean, one of those places where I can't tell whether the, <coughs> the process is more interesting or the content that is the process is pointing to, but it's all intertwined anyway. But, um, so a little content, I think, is that that's what might be helpful. That a few months ago in the spring, I was talking to a friend who I, I had met 20 years ago when we both entered into this profession together, and she's still doing it. And she told me a story about um, this action that they had had where some people in the, their city had, been, had gotten into an agreement with the city about some property, and they bought these homes, and now they're locked into these homes for 20 years just because of the agreement, and their foundations are cracking, and there's all these issues. And they were trying to get the city to be aware of this so that, you know, it can be responded to. And care. And care. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. And she told the story about how they set up, she and her were set up this meeting. The mayor was there, and he was so moved by the, this one particular woman telling her story. And the face-to-face -face interchange that they had that he publicly committed at that meeting to resolve it. But not only that, then he went home and got on social media and told everybody about this fight of these people in their city. And it was just this beautiful example of how powerful people can be moved to action when taking, you know, all that kind of stuff. So I was, um, I, in the hearing of that, I felt this thing in my heart that I can only describe as, well, in a couple of ways to describe it. It's just this open heart, <coughs> but then also sort of a desire. Like, I, I, in an instant, I knew everything that she that had it, it, it taken to bring about that, and I was so, oh, I would love to do that again, you know. And, um, and so, you know, I had that, the moment passed, hung up, put away, go on with my life. And then periodically, there would be this thing about uh, that process arising, that whole process, bringing people to live and all the whole thing. And it would be sort of this desire 
So I'm listening, listening, listening to recordings and doing my life. And this poem comes on that I recorded about the wings of desire that Rumi had written. And one of the lines in it was, the desire can be, a, delight, a desire for the illusory can be a path by which the seeker gets closer to reality. But it can also be, if you indulge it, it can tear the wings out. And, and I don't, I don't know. When, you know that that just was was meant for me, but it's sort of a koan still. So I'm looking at that. And then what what Penny just said about the musings with the with the anywhere you just stop anywhere, and you can go into that. And so it seems like my my question, I guess. Is um, and I know that experience time and time again that whatever I was projecting onto that story with the mayor, I can have when we're loading brush and when we're doing CT work and when we're all doing walking meditation around the building. I mean, I know that that it's not content specific. I don't know what to do if there's anything to do um, with this desire that sort of keeps coming up that does feel like it's content specific. So, yeah, I do. Nothing? <laughs> Recognize it as karma. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. kind of what I... Yeah. Because you you know how often this comes around. Mm-hmm. And so does everyone within a hundred miles. We know. We know. We know. That we have heard, heard this mm-hmm. before. Yeah. And, uh, and and that is the nature of karma, mm-hmm. right? It, it just it just circles. So so can Allah uh, Rumi can that kind of <coughs> engaging with illusion move us along the path? Is that what you basically understood him to say? Mm-hmm. I would say we have all had that experience. That it's the engaging with illusion that brought us to an awareness that practice is what we wanted to do. Uh-huh. Yeah. The Buddhist way of talking about it was, so you've got your raft to get across to the other shore. Mm-hmm. Once you get to the other shore, put down the raft. Because you look like a fool carrying <laughs> your raft along on dry land. And, and, you know, if you ever get back to that shore, God help you, mm-hmm. the raft will be there, and you really wouldn't want to use it. Would or wouldn't? Because where's it going to take you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> back to where the other side was, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, essentially, that raft is useless at this point. Mm-hmm. You know, if you were uh, 2,500 years later, you would see if you could recycle it. <laughs> uh-huh. Right? Yeah. He didn't have to worry about that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that would be that would be my encouragement. That it is an opportunity to see the nature of karma, because this is one karma, mm-hmm. and we all have many karmas. So what are the repeating themes of our lives? Mm-hmm. And it doesn't it doesn't mean that we need to stay they stuck in examining those. It's, as Scott was saying, there's the, uh, 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 
uh, on your side, the little tug, or it could be a karmic feeling. There's a story that 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 goes with this feeling that, and then there's the there's the karma. So we can see we can see through that. We can learn a lot about how karma shows up, how it works, right? Because uh, I, karma can can come on both sides of the duality. Right? So there can be a karma of aversion. Mm-hmm. So the person who is terrified of X, Y, or Z. Mm-hmm. And so they spend their lives living out that karma in so they they might think, well the karma is uh, uh, dying in a plane crash. No, it's the fear of dying. That's the karma, not not the content of how you're going to do that, right? So they spend their whole life avoiding airplanes, not realizing that that's just a karmic predisposition. Or there's the other side, where there's the wonderful feeling, and so people want the wonderful feeling. It explains children. Okay, um, and uh, so there's the, and I, I, I'm not just talking about the initial wonderful feeling. Oh, it's the, oh, and the Christmas tree, <laughs> and we'll live happily ever after. Yeah, and so love me forever. Forever, yes, yes, um, and and so Hallmark makes much more uh, hay out of that side of it than out of. Enjoy the airplanes at any cost. Although there are a lot of people who who take full advantage of fear and negativity and that sort of thing. So recognizing that anything that we're reacting to emotionally in that way Uh is karma. Uh It's not. It's it's an opportunity to explore it, not believe it. Uh Wow. And after we've seen it. Um, you know, uh, I, I can think all the time with relationship, right? No, 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 this is different. Uh-huh. This is a redhead. Yeah. All right, I'm going to Thanks, Ron. This is, this is the one. Uh-huh. Yeah, and uh, of course it's not. And if we, if we would just watch that, that, that experience all the way through, of course, we're not meant to watch it all the way through. We just activate the karma, go unconscious, get get woken up uh, down the road when you're suffering. Yeah. Go unconscious. There's the karma. <laughs> go unconscious. Yeah. yeah. And that's the cycle. And when we look back over our lives, we can see how often we have fallen for those yeah. for those cycles. And we can see where we are with it this time. Yes, precisely. Because the new awareness, wrinkle, whatever that I'm seeing now is um, with this one this time, is what you just said. And I, I talked about it last week about the emotion. The emotion that is always, a la the perennial philosophy that I was reading, that or hearing, or recording, the emotion is always activating with the sky. You know? Yes. It's, oh yes, it's that it's the yes. the striking of the match. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So another thing that we talk about regularly, emotion makes things real. 
That's what people that's, a, that's and that's what people believe. And implied in that is that aren't necessary that aren't really real. Oh, their emotion doesn't make anything real. Yeah. It's just people believe it does. Yeah. So if you don't get upset, you don't care. If you get upset, you care. If you're jealous, you really love that person. Yeah. Or if you're drawn to something, if you're drawn to something. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So emotion, you know, again, what what is it? bunch of sensations mm-hmm. with a story. Mm-hmm. That's it. Mm-hmm. And yet people people approach it as if it's the be all end all and just follow it around like a sign from yet God. another incarnation. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, like it's a sign from God or something. Oh that's very helpful. Well that's the really devilish part, right? Yeah. When those are interpreted as signs from God. Oh, yeah, right. then then we're in big trouble. Yeah. Thank you. I'm uh, so grateful to be here. And the uh, amazing part uh, is uh, it feels like um, this visit has been only a week. And it's, uh, uh, I mean, first of all, it feels like it's been easier. I think, I think you guys are changing the rules to make it more accommodating. Easier for you. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, uh-huh. Some are we, we did the guidelines right before you came <laughs> and said, watch us on the way, let's redo the guidelines. Yeah. We need to make it easy more. Yeah. And the weather was, was simpler. It was like, very, very accommodating, slowly warming up. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of just walk into a blast yeah. furnace the way yeah. it usually yeah. is. Yeah. <laughs> So, um, so again, God is cooperating, mm-hmm. right? Right? Change, changing the guidelines. Mm-hmm. This is good. Yeah. So I feel like um, <clears throat> my experience is uh, it's either uh, it's something is easy and I'm kind of uh, um, dissolving into practice in the monastery, kind of uh, acclimating, and and it's uh, it's such a uh, uh, gradual transition <coughs> and the peak was yesterday was the Sashin uh, when we did the fit walk and uh, boom, I'm, I'm right there <laughs> all this preparation, preparation and, and then I'm a balloon you know uh-huh. <laughs> and then immediately Kanishin comes in wants to like pop the balloon oh, yes. with uh, different ideas and what you have to think about and now like plans how to spend the energy already um, I just arrived right Right. yes 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 and and that's a that's such a good one isn't it because the plan the plan we're meant to believe the plan is something in the future but what you're pointing at is the plan is to burst this balloon right now. That's the plan. Yeah. As soon as I go to planning, I'm popping that balloon. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So, so um, yeah, I just went up on the hill and uh, walked, and I feel like the container is kind of bursting of energy. Which is different from the balloon bursting, isn't it? The container. Bursting open is different from the balloon being burst. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, not, it's not burst yet, but it's just like over. Uh, I'm kind of filled to the brain with energy, mm-hmm. and um, and uh, I don't remember uh, sometimes we talked about 
kind of uh, growing the container. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, I'm just gonna grow the container. Like, how do I do that? You know. So I walked with with that energy, and and I also start to notice um, container <coughs> is maybe more flexible or more stretching. So I'm able to contain that energy. And may I? Mm-hmm. One of the things that you can notice is that the container uh, is not necessarily, as Alan Watts called it, the bag of skin. Yeah. Right? The container somehow goes beyond the skin, yeah. and somehow it's still a container. I'm just afraid to say that because it just sounds. I'm glad I said it. Sounds like you're losing your mind. And yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, hey, he already talked about <laughs> dissolving and all of that yeah. melting. And uh, and also connecting with nature. Um, and this morning I was uh, I worked uh, early hours by bee that was, uh, I think, like hitting the glass or something, and I was like, oh, okay, I have to get to you again, because there was a three days in a row, there was a bee that somehow crawls into Hermitage, and, and then forgets where it gets into, so it just like, tries to go other ways, and they can't find it, so I take a... So human. Yeah. <laughs> they are so human in that way. Uh-huh. So I take a bath, you know, I put it out, and, and uh, one day it was just so hard to catch um, that I let it stay for a bit, and then come back and was already tired, so then was, uh, so I thought the same bee was there, and I, I already got up, I got a, um, a bug bath, uh, and I can find a bee, and that bee was outside, knocking. To get in. But 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 it also was a different uh, 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 bee because uh, the one was getting in was long black. I think maybe those uh, that make some mud um, houses. Mm-hmm. But this was I feel like a bumblebee was outside. And I also noticed, like, well, I already got up, I stood up, this is not how I was planning to wake up, but the energy is already vertical. Yes! <laughs> that was your wake-up call. Yeah, right. like, okay, okay, let's do it. And I had, like, this big plans uh, before, like, what I do when I wake up, like, two hours before, I'll meditate and I'll uh, have a nature walk before it's hot. Um, Okay, perfect. Let's do that. So, um, boom, I had completely different start of the day. I did the exercise, I did, and, and then I was, oh, that container is here, and it's a little bit feels like bigger. Uh, that morning exercise, then I went for a seat, and then, and then I feel like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm with, with all that buzzing uh, energy. Mm-hmm. And I don't know where it was going with that. Well, I, I, I don't either, but mm-hmm. I, know, I know where I'm going. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that is that when we have that attitude that you're expressing of everything is here to help us, mm-hmm. so it, maybe you wouldn't wake up yeah. in time for all of that. Yeah. But it's a wonderful experience. Mm-hmm. And so you got a little help. 
Yeah. So I, I, I don't know when the newsletter is coming out, but when it does, um, great. Okay. So that's that's our experience of being taken care of, being guided, being supported. So something comes along and wakes you up. Oh, right. Yes. And what I remember before, kind of in mind interprets all this happening as big annoyance. Oh. And. Also There's the spray can. <laughs> <laughs> and then also that um, kind of getting up and then feeling kind of like um, there is a movement. I don't know what is the blood inside me, but there is this kind of uh, brain inside, like trickling energy. Um, that before used to be. Uh, and sort of they said, like, oh, the problem, mm-hmm. like, you need coffee, you need coffee, <laughs> you're like, <laughs> you need an ID of coffee, right? <laughs> <laughs> why am I So And then, as you say, you get up and you realize the energy is vertical. Yeah. Life is already, ah, yeah. seems yeah. to be ready for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And, and just going with the flow um, is not. Um, uh, not uh, putting the energy into resistance yes. to the flow. Yes. Uh, when I'm with the flow, uh, the energy in the flow. So, um, uh, yeah, so what came up uh, during that walk uh, up the hill with the energy is that um, that comes up again and again to this uh, visiting monk. Uh, he is breathing one word. I'm here. Everything is fine. Just one word. As exhale, beauty, nature, love. I'm here, and I can slow down. One word. I mean, it seems uh, ridiculous to the conditioned mind, who is like, well, you're not thinking clearly. <laughs> <laughs> This is what happens to people who don't start out the day with coffee. <laughs> <laughs> this is what happens. Yeah. But uh, it's in the brain. And it's very hard to commission uh, a mind to uh, barge in because it's exhale, one word, then I inhale energy, and then I exhale, I'm staying with the word, with the breath, and there is no. Um, it's like um, I don't have even uh, uh, a crack to think about something. That's right. <laughs> right. That's right. Because your attention is completely focused where you want it to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. I saw something. Um, first of all, I want to say the garden and the recorder saved my life yesterday. But back to that. <laughs> I want. Can you say more about that? Well, mm-hmm. I'll get there. Oh, okay. but right. I wanted to check out something about. Um, meditation. So we did have a session yesterday, and it was so great to have that opportunity. And um, and I've been seeing this is what I want to check out. I've been seeing something about meditation lately. I first of all on the schedule we always list six, and I, I always found that kind of a little bit interesting. Like I wonder why we don't say meditation. You know, we say sit. 
And I, you know, I know the answer. Do you know the answer now? Well, that's what I want to check out. Because all we're doing is sitting. Exactly. So after years, <laughs> after years, I can't tell you how many, you know, years of meditating, a few months back I thought, oh my God, you know, every time you meditate, you're doing something. You're trying to, you know, you're just trying to count your breath, you're, you know, no wonder it's so torture, torturous. And so at that point, I did, I was able to shift and like, oh my God, <laughs> I'm just sitting I'm just sitting. Sitting and breathing. I'm sitting and breathing and I'm being with whatever. That's right. The whole thing is sitting and breathing and relaxing and noticing. Exactly. <laughs> the whole of the adventure. And nothing is out of, nothing is unacceptable. You know? Everything that happens sitting there is just absolutely perfect. It has just changed everything. <laughs> Yeah, and of course, you know, the primary reason that we say meditation is that we're talking primarily to people who sitting. Yeah. What does that What does that mean? Now they can relate to meditating, but right. not in exactly the unfortunate way that you just described. <laughs> uh, but but for us, it is sitting. We know it's. Well, now I know it's from that. You were trying to get In, the, in my pocket. So I go to the garden. I'm still in the ditch. 
but at least I'm in the garden now. <laughs> and I'm in a better neighborhood. A better neighborhood. Yeah. So I'm doing, you know, I decide now it's a little bit more even cost to the ditch. Once I get to the garden, like, oh my God, look at these things, you know, and, and you know, and you're supposed to be the plant steward, and, you know. So um, I'm still, I'm still, you know, travel along in this ditch. And then, <laughs> and then suddenly I, um, reporter, quarter, I can't get the reporter for no matter what. So I start, I just pick it up and I just start talking about what I'm doing. Okay, so here's what I'm doing. This is what I, this is what's in front of me without a conversation, da 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 da. And just talk myself into the presence. And, uh, oh my gosh, it did literally save my life. I mean, I went from, I just, I, I just crawled out of that ditch so fast. And there In fact, you didn't even have to crawl out, did you? I didn't. You know, I, and you're out. I just, mm-hmm. I just, ele- I just yeah. elevated out of the Levitated. ditch. Levitated. <laughs> out of the ditch. And I had the experience of the bees and, the, you know, and just, and just standing there in wonder that, oh my God, what just happened? Well, and that sequence is really important to uh, immortalize, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Because everybody, you know, as soon as you said, you have a wonderful afternoon, we could have all said, and then <laughs> you got snatched and thrown into a ditch. Of course, that is just what happens, right? Mm-hmm. And, and so, what do you do? Well, what you did, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Because there's, it's not a surprise that it happens. We're completely trained yeah. to build up all that energy, big container, and then have the ego come along, and, right? So we know, we could know. I mean, we got to put a sign on the door and everybody <laughs> leaves the, the last sit. Uh, that uh, beware, beware, it's coming after you, right? And then you just have your recorder and you just talk yourself Instead of letting it talk you into a ditch, you talk yourself into the presence and getting the key to that problem. Energy. And the yes. it wasn't until I started to talk into the recorder, I, I thought, oh my God, of course it was. You just were sitting for the whole afternoon. What do you think? This is incredible, beautiful energy. And you know what? Something's taking it that you do not want. To give it to, yeah, and so and don't have to, and don't. That's have the to. other thing that you get to prove to yourself. Yeah. You don't have to do that. You don't ever have to feel bad again. Yeah, there is there is no reason ever to feel bad again in your whole entire life, yeah. and you know how not to. Yeah. yeah, all we have to do is remember. Let let feeling bad be that, uh, you know, the sound of the balloon popping, right? And we go, oh. Okay, I know, I know, I know, I know what to do. I know what to do. And what's and what's so awesome is whatever that is that I that I don't even see. I don't even have to be the one that remembers. I mean, I wasn't the one that remembered. Yeah, I was basically you know, just you don't want to count on it. Okay. Don't count on it. Okay. Um yeah, don't count on it. Okay. It, it, and, and if you are going to count on it, 
then what you want to do is be all right when you're thrown in a ditch. Because it, it, it's, it's, um, it's kind of like, um, you know, we're shown, we're shown what to do. Yeah. Then it's up to us to do it. Yeah. Otherwise, we're like children, exactly. you know, waiting for a mom or dad to save me from. Yeah. I see the difference. Yeah. There. I mean, it's not like you can just <laughs> go to sleep, go to sleep, sit yeah. back and go, well, when I need it, it'll be there. That's right. It's, it's that, you know, constant, um, you know, pressing your micro hairs on fire and. In a very relaxed way. And being grateful for what. Yeah, for that assistance. Mm-hmm. Um, just grateful for the discussion. I love the thing about grace um, and just that sense of being taken care of through all of it. Um, and that you never come out, or mm-hmm. or just a reference to grace. Oh, yeah, okay. right there. Just that. Um, yeah, so many things. Um, <coughs> let's see. Um, so it's interesting I really was resonating with the conversation about the, the karmic piece that comes around <clears throat> and for me it's um, actually related to play I realized so the focus this month has been perfect and um, what I see in it was the place you were looking at in the conversation with um, I can't remember exactly how it came up but basically any thought is going to pop that balloon and I've talked for years about that place of not checking email on my phone and how the ripples of that have been huge. And what I've seen is that any that the that any thought that comes in is there to um, serve the same purpose as checking email on my phone. It's training me to a certain orientation to life. Yes. And so what I really have been practicing is seeing that none of it's benign. Because it could seem like, you know, I talked about that for years with the workshop of training myself not to check email on my phone. You know, I mean, it's just little, this one little time. And to realize that maybe on a content level there are times when it's benign, it's never benign on the process level. Because it's always training me towards an orientation that's going to slide me where I don't want to go. Yes. So the sort of the, the practice principle with that is that when attention is turned outward, mm-hmm. There is suffering. Yes. Yeah. Right. In the way that we were just talking about. Yeah. That you you what something triggers you, attention goes out. All of the world of suffering right. comes into being. Mm-hmm. The the uh, it's difficult to extricate ourselves once we have yeah, fallen into exactly. it. Attention turned inward, of course, is uh, where we live. Yeah. Right. And it doesn't mean. Uh, you know, conditioned mind would have us believe that uh, well, you need to have your attention out here. You know, if you're going to do things like drive cars and work on computers and cook, things like that, right? Um, but you don't. In fact, all that does is impede our efforts yeah. because what comes into existence is the very system yeah. that is, is basically there to throw us into the ditch, yeah. right? So attention turned inward, which is what you're training yourself for yeah. by not checking the email on the phone, not going with the thought. Mm-hmm. You know, one thought, uh, one thought, not problem, 
Exactly. It's a pile on. Exactly. <laughs> and it's the alcoholic. Right? To get it. Oh, one thought's not a problem. Yeah. But for me right now, no thoughts. Like, I can't go to the bar. I can't, you know, any of it. Right. But what I just saw when you were saying, you know, we think to drive the car, we need the... It's completely the opposite because it's a collapsed awareness and all it can do is toggle. Is our car coming from here, coming from here, coming from here, coming from here? And it, it explains why life is so stressful. Yes. Because in order to quote, manage it all, all I can do in that collapsed awareness place is to toggle. And I have to toggle really, 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 really fast between everything in order to make sure I'm not missing any input. Yes, well, and uh, with the image that you're creating being directed. Yeah. Right? By conditioned mind. Well, what about there? Well, what about there? Well, what about there? And we know, we know it's setting up the situation where that one yeah. we didn't notice. Yes, exactly. Exactly. You know, that reminds me of, I mentioned to you recently that um, someone in my family is going through a health thing, which, um, anyway, so what she noticed, which was huge, is that. It's been very traumatic for her, and um, what she got was she'll be going along, you know, fine, doing whatever she's doing, and she actually is able to hear the voice that says, yeah, but you still have that thing going on. And I just, that's been so huge for me to realize that's, that's what's going on. And the, so in that conversation about the karmic thing, so what I realize that is for me is, you know, I'm in the place, let's say, let's take play. I'm in the process of play. Yeah, but you don't feel the best. And what it is, is the thing you said to me, I don't know, a year or so ago, I, or I heard you say somewhere, that's on my whiteboard that says, we'll only allow ourselves to be happy in karmically acceptable situations. And that's what it's doing. Yes, it's making sure that there aren't any of those, or as few as possible. And that when I'm having the experience I want to have, it points out how this is not one of those except, yeah, but... And then that, that's where so there's a thing now. Um, there's a thing now that has come into the culture uh, because of politics. Mm-hmm. Um, and and it's, it's always existed and it's part of logic and all of that sort of thing. But it's really, people are aware of it because it's such a political tool. Yeah, well, what about? Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, what about, what about him? <laughs> well, yeah, what about her? Well, 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 what about them? Yeah. So, you know, sure, you know, I stole a bunch of money, but what about them? <laughs> yeah. yeah. And that's exactly what you're, what, uh, you're right. what the ego is doing. Okay, well, you're enjoying this, but what about, yeah. what about all that stuff you're not doing? Yeah. And to catch on to that is just a uh, really giant step toward putting it out of business. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. it's literally saying, don't do this. Look over there. Yeah. Don't have your attention here. Put your attention on something completely irrelevant. Mm-hmm. And you know, I really turn back to the energy piece. Really watch how much it is what we say in an energy management system. Because of course, my experience is the metaphorical not checking email on the phone, the not checking condition lines, and the you know that builds energy in a huge hurry. And so it gets to that place. I suspect that what's happening is too much to go here. Well, it's the it's the little tug on the side, yeah. right? Yeah. So it, it, the container, right? Yeah. You can only experience so much energy. Yeah. That's all you're allowed. Yeah. So now you hit the siphon. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> you know, it's like the water. <laughs> 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 okay, we've gone 